This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Are reaching people in the high hundreds right now. There's a, the uh, and we're and we're declaring, believing God to advance even further and to cross into the thousands this year. And that's not impossible for God to do. You know, God took the little rock that David threw. And boy, he put his power behind it. So, Lord, we just offer you, uh, we're going to throw the rock as far as we can, but we know that your mighty hand can make it be the shot heard round the world. Lord, we thank you for people in other countries and other nations that need to hear. They're hungry to hear, desperate to hear your words. And we thank you, Lord, that as only you can do by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we loose the angels of God who run swiftly, your messengers carrying your word, to run swiftly in the earth and to reach those that are crying out to you today. We thank you for it. Amen. And I want to thank you, uh, House, for uh, having a vision that is larger than yourself. Boy, especially today, we have to live by faith, uh, and we, uh, and not just by sight. But I'm going to tell you what. Like I said, those are that, that's not an inflation at all uh, where that's concerned. I think we're we're uh, well over 700 something followers, and that's not very far to a thousand. Amen. Uh, let's believe God for double this year. Just say, Jesus, won't he do it? Well, let, let's be some help to him. Uh, and a uh, uh, wonderful opportunity for you to advance when you get in the advancement that God is uh, doing. And he'll advance you a harvest that's full of seed so that you can sow generously. Amen to uh, this project. Don't think now, you know, a dollar, two dollars, fifty cents, and and you start sowing. You open up that, you you know, you open up that little hole in that reservoir, and pretty soon here comes God with a whole bunch of more. Amen. All your seed now. A lot of times, people are just stuck on that God will provide seed for the sower. Every time God gives you seed, it's always encased in a increased harvest. He doesn't give you something to say, give that all away. Very rarely. He says, I'm going to overload you. Now you've got more than enough to give because you've got a plenty. So it would be all right if God just sends you an advance here. Father, in the name of Jesus, advantage and advance your people. There are harvests that are, that are ready to be received We just have to loose our believing. So, Lord, we loose our believing today for your supernatural supply of harvest for your house. Harvest for your people, Lord. Uh, Surprise them suddenly. Ways that that were not expected, Lord, that are extraordinary, out of the usual uh, conventional, because you're a God who loves to do such things. In Jesus' name, I declare miracle money over your folks. In the name of Jesus. Uh, and wisdom wealth. Amen. All right. I, I really, uh, uh, the uh, beginning uh, and through the middle of this week, just 
really sense that there are some folks uh, today. So I want to give you a word from the word before we get into the actual message uh, today. Uh, and it's found in Galatians. This is a, uh, one of the sure ways to know it's a word from the Lord is it's a word from the, his word. I think that as we seek a word, a right now word from God, you know, he, he still speaks from what he's spoken. So this is a, a, a word for the weary. It says in Galatians 6, chapter 9, verse, And don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. Now, one translation says well-doing. What is the best seed you can work with? The word of God. God's word in your own heart. See, hearing the word of God, such an encouragement, uh, such a, uh, and you'll find that the uh, the devil will busy you up a lot of times and try to overwhelm you in that busyness where you don't have time for the word. Go back to the word. See, uh, read. Put your eyes on the word. Put your ears in the word. Let that word, see, be the fresh water that cleans out all the murky, muddy pool that gets stagnant. Get Open up uh, open up your life to the Word of God and get a flow going there again. And you'll find that clarity will come, refreshing will come. Here comes uh, God. The Holy Spirit has something to work with. His words are so wonderful. Just... Just his words. And God wants to talk with you. We just have to make time. But don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. And there's where we're at. We're in the season of planting. Now you have to have a vision for harvest. But realize this is going to be a process. 2021 is going to be a process. Don't don't get uh, weary right now in well-doing. And the well-doing would be what? Let's just trust God. Let's trust God. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus. He's our king. He's the one that's our source. And he's the one that we love and serve. Because we're here for the kingdom, amen? It says, for the season of reaping, the wonderful harvest you planted is coming. Take advantage of every opportunity. Be a blessing. Everybody say, be a blessing especially to our brothers and sisters in the family of faith. You know, a lot of times people are weary in the struggle, and they say, God, I just need you to bless me. Start being a blessing. Create an outlet, and you'll find that you make more room for the inlet of God. Amen? Well, Lord, we speak encouragement over the, those that are battling with discouragement. In Jesus' name, and we thank you that the Holy Spirit can work in their life through uh, means of your word like no one else can. So we just bind and break every attack on uh, over their life. We declare that their faith will not fail and that your word will prevail in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, let's look to the Lord and to his word. 1 Corinthians 13 uh, and verse number 12. Now, I'm going to tell you what. Now, I, I have learned uh, through... Uh, Walk days and years, days and months and years, decades of walking uh, with God. That whenever um, <clears throat> you know um, times such as these come, 
Because life goes up, life goes down, life goes round and round, doesn't it? It does. How many of you uh, always get everything you want every time? We'll just let that sink in for just a minute, you know. I mean, maybe just the reality of that needs to hit us. Life isn't about us getting everything we want. We live to give God what he wants. That's why we're here. Isn't that right? That's the life we're called to. We're called to give God what he wants. And what does he want? He wants you. And he wants you to give him other folks. That's it. That's it. He wants to love you. And he wants you to be loving. He wants you to be loved and just be loving. Just live in the overflow. Our lives celebrating. Acknowledging. Our lives enjoying the love that we're so loved with. Period. That's it. Amen. Well, it doesn't, it's not that simple. Oh, honey, it is. It's just that simple. When you and I stand before him one day, you go, man, man, you got so tangled up with that ball of yarn I gave you, and all I wanted you to do is knit a sweater and, 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 and enjoy it. <laughs> Pastor, you don't know. Well, I don't know everything, but I know a few things. And so the few things are what I'm going to focus on. And if there's anything worthy of praise, that's what I'm going to think about. If there's anything lovely, that's what I'm going to think about. Well, you don't know what they... Now, now you're missing it right there. That's where we're, that's where we're missing it because you're focusing on they. We're supposed to focus on... Have, can you find anything praiseworthy in them? Can you find anything that's lovely in them? Well, I'm not looking for that. Let's move into the word before we get to meddling and you just think that in me pastoring, I'm just pestering you and, you know, the whole thing goes off the rails before we ever get fur down the track. It says this in 1 Corinthians 13, For now we see but a faint reflection of riddles and mysteries as though reflected in a mirror, but one day we will see face to face. My understanding is incomplete now, but one day I will understand everything, just as everything about me has been fully understood. Until then, there are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love. Yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. Now, there's been some shaking. There's going to be more shaking. God said that he goes, yet again, I will shake everything, governments, militaries, uh, the world we live in will always have a instability to it because most of it's built on sand. Are you listening? Even among Christian people, we'll hear the word, but we don't apply it to our life. You've got to dig down to the bedrock. And I'll tell you, the love of God for our lives, the way, the, who God is and how he loves us. When, you're, when we get to love, we're at bedrock. Because faith works by love. You can't, you can't hardly have hope if you question the one you're having hope in. He is our hope. But what, 
what is it? Love is underneath all of it. Every all of God's why, all of God's how, all of God's what, all of God's who. It, it, it's it's undergirded out of who He is. What He does, all of that is He is love, and He's loving. And he simplifies it down to that. When you question everything out, when everything else is, is confusion and chaos, a riddle, a mystery, incomplete, you can know this, God completely, completely, completely loves you. All the way through. Loved you for you. Was, like Pastor Sandy said, lovable. And there's nothing that, you, no matter what, God so loved the world. The world. You know, you weren't always like you is right now. Sitting in church with your big self. Knowing all these things. <laughs> well, I tell you what now. If last year taught us anything, it ought to be that we come into this year. We don't know so much. I might have two or three people might get in the car and ride with me a little while. You can get off anytime you want. Pull the cord. We'll slam the brakes on. And, you know, we'll all go home. You can be satisfied with what you know. But, boy, I got some stuff I still need to know. I'm facing next week. And I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday morning. I know this, that God is with me and God is for me. Why would you say that? Because I know God loves me with an everlasting love. That before, long, long ago, before the foundations of the world, he planned me, he planned you, he planned the, the time that we would live in, and it says he set his love upon us. God, God, we were his delight, his special treasure and pleasure, and still are. It says, don't, don't, Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. And boy, they were, you know, I don't understand what you're doing here now. You're talking about leaving us. You're talking about, and you know, I mean, we thought it was going to work out one way, and it don't seem like it's working out that way. And, you know, I mean, all the spirituality we could muster, and, you know, I mean, this and that and the other. And hearing that Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled, man. He said, you believed in God, believe in me. We're believing God together here. He said, I'm telling you what now, get your eyes on the prize in my father's house. There are many rooms, and I'm going there to make, make ready for you. He said, but don't worry, I'm going to come back and get you ready for what I'm getting ready for you. But don't let your heart be troubled now. Oh, as a Christian, listen, we count everything. I've learned count everything, Joy. Joy, because I'm in a process of God perfecting everything, all things working together for his good purpose and his good plan. And what would that be? To save folks. Save folks. America needs to be saved. Not from politicians. Well, you know, you judge that for yourself. <laughs> Lay that wherever you want in your back seat. But, you know, Lord, we do need to be but we, but folks need to know Jesus. Amen. Folks need to come to Jesus. Amen. There is an eternity that we are involved, that we are aware of and involved in, not a temporary, 
Not the next four years or eight years or 20 years or even our lifetime. If the Lord tarries and he, and he waits, the Bible says, for the precious fruit of the earth. He's not slack concerning his promises. So if you didn't get things to work out the way you thought, God still promised this. He said, I'm not willing any should perish and this is all going to work out so that I can bring people into the kingdom. Well, how can the pandemic work out? Let me just tell you something now. The world's not going to miss the, uh, the plagues. But the children of God will. Well, I know children of God that this or that. Listen, I know, I know, children, uh, uh, I know children of God that, you know, die young, die early, are poor. Suffer all kind of destructions in their life. That's not God's will. It, listen, he's provided. You've got to appropriate it. But honey, believe God. Not going, you're not going to be dead. Now listen, did all that stuff come from God? No. Let me just tell you something. It comes from the devil. But there is a, 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 a thing in the earth that we harvest what we sow. It, we're, we're in a place now where the, the beginning of the birth pains where, my goodness sakes, I mean, there's a lot wrong with the world. A lot wrong with the sowing in the world. You can't sow to the flesh in that lower nature. You'll reap sin and destruction, corruption, destruction. Are you hearing? And God's not going to be mocked in that. But the good news is if you don't want any more of that, come on over here. And it takes people that are not weary in, in the well-doing saying, listen, living here in the light, living with God, working His Word. See, the church is, not, the church is necessary. It's essential. More essential in the days ahead than they've been in the days behind. They try to tell you that you're not essential, but I'm going to tell you what now. Probably more people are looking and hungry for God now than they've ever been. Because when it lasts long enough and is strong enough, oh, I'm having conversations with people that tell me, you know, they say, man, I'll tell you, you know, I've always talked to the man upstairs, but I'm talking to him now more than ever. I guess so. So am I. And hopefully you are too. Amen. All right. We're, we're so loved by God. Uh, it's an everlasting love. And... Uh, and it provided everlasting life for us. Now you don't have to understand absolutely everything this very moment. If you, if you sit around and stew in trying to understand everything. You know George Washington Carver uh, was a great, great scientist and a great believer in God. And he would go for walks in the woods and one day he said, Oh great creator, he said, share with me the secrets of the universe. And the Lord told him, he said, little man. That's too big for you. He said, well, Lord, just, you know, asked another big question. The Lord said, how about let's just talk about the peanut? And I'm telling you what, the man got revelation from God and changed the world with it. Are you listening? You know, there's some stuff. David said, he goes, I'm not going to exercise myself in things that are too great for me, too large for me. You know, but we simply settle ourselves and, and hold the road we have. 
And the one that we are, the life that we're living right now, God wants us to enjoy him and celebrate him. Be loved and be loving. Amen. The Bible says that we are so loved. I want to, uh, uh, and it says that these three things remain. It doesn't matter what shakes down, how it all shakes out, and it will. It always does. Some of you that are a little further down the road than uh, than uh, others and used up all your silver bullets when you were young, you get up here and realize, man, I shouldn't be. I, you know, I went out with, I thought I need to go out with a blaze of glory and I found out I was just shooting at shadows. I didn't even need to shoot at all. <laughs> I'm trying to get some peace to you. Amen. Jesus said that it, we would have trouble in the world, but we're going to have peace in him. And boy, I'll tell you, peace is powerful in the day that we live in right now. People want peace. People want to get along. Well, I see no problem with that. If we'll just lo- be loved by God and, and be loving, we will get along. Amen. Well, now, I tell you, there's some folks I can't love. Didn't Jesus? Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was somebody else. I have to look up the reference somewhere. But didn't he say something about, he said, doesn't the world love their friends, but aren't you supposed to love your enemies like the Father loves you? Maybe I'm mistaken. You can do that for your homework. But anyhow, 1 John 4 Pastor, why are you being like that today? Well, a little sugar helps the medicine go down. And we need some medicine, don't we? Amen. God's word's like a medicine. Both both, uh, after the fact, but before, it's preventive medicine. We don't want to be uh, bitter folks, grudging folks, hateful, hurtful folks. We... We, we want to be full of love and joy and the peace and full of the kingdom and, and, and uh, uh, happy sales. Have you ever tried to sell unhappy? Don't answer that question so you incriminate yourself. Take the fifth right now. Well, I tell you, nobody wants to come to church. They just did. They came to you. You're the church. Amen. Be happy. You know, folks like being around happy. That's true. And it would be cheaper for them. They can pay their tithes just from saving off their alcohol and dope. <laughs> Ask me how I know. That artificial happy is expensive now. <laughs> More expensive than I was trying to jack myself up with old anyhow. First, John. You know that, you know, happiness is contagious. Joy is contagious. I'm hoping that if I keep letting enough out, some of it might, might hit you where you need to be hit. Not hurt, just hit. Amen. Used to go to the bar, hit me up again. You come to church, you ought to go, boy, pastor, hit me up again. Give me that old time religion. That they had back in the depression. Give me that old time religion when they didn't have running water or a flushable toilet. 
but they still came to church anyhow and shouted the shouted the house down. It was good enough for grandma and grandpa and all those that came before Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it'll be good enough for me. Oh, my, 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 my. First John 4. Are you there yet? Passion Bible. Oh, we can't do the internet, right? Okay. First John 4, 9. Oh, through 11. It says, The light of God's love shined within us when he sent his matchless Son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not ours. He proved it by sending his Son to be the pleasing sacrifice, offering to take away our sins. You know, uh, love demonstrated, shows us God's love by giving us Jesus as Savior. is a free gift of salvation, eternal life by him and uh, through him, through his eternal love for us. Love demonstrates. It has actions. You can see love because love shows. Love shows itself. It's not just words. It's in The Bible says, let your love be a true thing, not just in words only, but in in actions and in deeds. John 14 and 15, Jesus said this. He said, loving me empowers you to obey my commands. Loving Jesus empowers us to obey his commands. Why do we obey God? Because we love God. Why do we love God? Because he first loved us. You know, First uh, John four nineteen it says that we respond, we show our love. It says this: our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. John fifteen nine through thirteen. I want to read that uh, to you again out of the Passion uh, Bible. Beginning with verse number 9, it says, I love each of you with the same love that the Father loves me. You must continually let my love nourish your hearts. If you keep my commands, you will live in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands. For I continually live nourished and empowered by his love. My purpose for telling you these things is so that the joy that I experience will fill your hearts with overflowing gladness. Let me give you just a little pointer here. See, We're commanded to love everyone. Yeah, but no. Every one. But, 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 no. No exceptions. Everyone. Everyone. Especially those that despitefully use you. Well, uh,. And, and see, here, here's the thing. Forgiveness flows freely when we choose to love. 
Uh, Cindy, it's such a powerful word. There's a powerful song, I choose. See? But it's a hollow and an empty thing. The Bible says if I don't have love. Amen? If I love you, I'm not going to criticize you. I'm not going to slander you. I'm not going to believe the worst of you. I'm not going to rejoice at your downfall. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be for your failure. I can't go over into all that. That's not in my notes. But, you know, I mean, we need to dig a little bit deeper and not just have, you know. How many of you have some of those, those fair weather friends that they love you while they're leaving you? Hmm? How many times have we sat with people that, you know, oh, we love each other, but now we just can't get along. We're just going to, you know, go our separate ways. Well, I understand that. You know, there's a certain measure and definition of love, but that's not the love of God. Amen. We'll get in this later on. It says that uh, Jesus talking about the love of God. He said, he said, when we love that way, that it becomes our permanent home. God becomes our permanent home, the love of God. How many of you ready for some permanent people in your life? <laughs> I was listening, I was listening, and I don't know how I got over there. I was searching for a certain guitar player, and, and, uh, uh, and he was uh, singing this song. I was trying to just listen to the guitar, but I gave up because it was like, you know, I mean, what, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, your food gets spilt on the ground and, you know, you pick it up, you want to, you want to. You, you don't want to eat sand and all the crud and all that stuff. But, you know, the crud just got too much for him when he started talking about, you know. <laughs> said, I know uh, uh, I'm crazy for loving you because all you're going to do is leave me. Uh, now. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to go into a thing believing that, you know, ain't going to be very long for we're out of here. <laughs> all I'm going to get for all my loving you is you're going to leave me. <laughs> oh, well, and you know, I'm telling you, there are gold records on the wall from that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I can relate. I can relate. I can relate. Well, I'm going to relate to this kind of love. Amen. Heaven's going to be full of permanent people that love God forever. That started loving him, stayed loving him. Matter of fact, that would be the title of this message. You know, start 2021 with love and stay with love. Follow and follow through. Amen. All right. Let's go down a little bit further here. Well, you know, our hearts need to, how are our hearts nourished and empowered? By letting God love us. And then letting that love fill us up and letting it overflow. Amen. Boy, I'll tell you, that's a daily deal, isn't it? Because how many of you every once in a while, uh, you know, something got your love life? Something poked you the wrong way. Oh, uh, uh. Are you listening? Uh, and, and, and you know, it was aimed at your heart and it, st- and it stuck 
it really stuck you good because it stuck with you all day. Oh, I tell you what, now I just, I tell you when I get a chance. Oh, I tell you what, now I'm going to make that right. We'll see about that now. <laughs> Are you listening? And, and, and look here, not realizing there goes all the air out of your balloon, all the water's out of your boat. You got your gun out and I'll show you. Boom, 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 boom. Chasing the fences and all that kind of stuff. And there goes your love. Amen. There's certain stuff I won't listen to because I can't love right. Amen. Till I, till I get my heart right, there's no point in going over there. Are you listening? Hallelujah. Amen. There's times when Pastor Sandy, I know she loved me, but she says, you, you, just, need to, you just need to go. I'm going to love you long distance. You love me long distance. We'll go ahead and meet in the prayer room. Amen. Get your heart right, and I'll get my heart right. We can come back together. But until then, son, you got to go. If we're going to stay in life. I just helped three or four of you right there, probably fussing on your way to church. Oh, my goodness. Amen. Family fussing. <laughs> Stay in love. says, my purpose for telling you these things so that joy, the joy I experience, there's joy in loving people, being loved by God and just choosing to love. If you don't got no joy, where's your love level? Check your love level. You know, Pastor Sandy rides around the old rig. We have to keep the oil uh, checked in that because uh, uh, it smokes out the, uh, you know. Uh, and that's fine. Praise the Lord, you know. Uh, it's paid for. It can smoke all it wants. <laughs> Amen. Two, three quarts oil between... Changes for three thousand miles a lot cheaper than five, six, seven, eight hundred dollar a month payment. Amen. Don't judge me now. It's just a ride. It gets us from here to there. It only smokes when you first start it up. We don't blow folks off the highway. Now why'd you say all that? Sometimes you little dipstick. Uh, you need to check. Pull the dipstick out <laughs> and find out where's your love level. Listen to the news. Get on the internet. You know everything on the internet's true. Just the gospel truth. I'll tell you what. Now you could take that to the bank. You could sell that. You can. That is just absolutely should be your total source of 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 moving right along. Now, don't get mad because everybody, you know, everybody used to watch the TV and believe all that stuff was true. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what now. As the world turns, as my soul lives, as God is in heaven. You know, Bill shouldn't have done that with Jane. That's wrong. He cheated on her. They're not real. What? Of course they're real. They're on TV. I seen it with my own eyes. I follow it every day. They're actors. They're acting bad, I'll tell you right now. If I ever do meet Bill, I'm going to tell him off. He shouldn't have done that to Jane. It ain't real. Do you know that? Anyhow, let's move right. <laughs> I could say some stuff, but it wouldn't be kind. So let's listen now. <clears throat> There are fools and foolishness in the world, but Jesus is wise. 
it's wise to just stay with his word. And you'll know the difference where that's concerned. And it's not a dig. Listen, the Internet's a wonderful tool. It is. Don't use it as a toy. It's a wonderful tool, though. Thank God for it. Amen. Be hard to learn how to play the guitar without it. Be hard to know how not to burn the biscuits without it. Be hard to know what's going on. Well, you can know what's going on without it to some degree. Get, get your information first from God. First thing in the morning, what's going to go on today? We're going to be loved and we're going to love. Then we're ready to meet anything that comes out there in the world. Amen. And you know there's a lot going on in the world. But what about your world and your circle? And, by, you know, the people you're bumping out, they've got cares and concerns, you know, that are down home right where they live. Right where they live. And it's very, very possible to love them right where they are. Amen. All right. He said this, so this is my command. Love each other deeply, not shallowly like the world loves, not conditionally, not I'll love you until you cross me and then we're done. What he says, as much as I have loved you, for the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. You know, there are some times that, you know, I'm just ugly and Pastor Sandy will, uh, uh, will just love me through that. And, you know, she'll let me say a bunch of stuff that's emotional, angry, this or that, upset, uh, discouraged, disheartened, all these kind of uh, uh, things. And, you know, uh, and she'll say, well, what do you want me to say? I'm just going to pray. You know, she sacrificed her own opinion, her own response, her own, you know, ability that, well, I'll just correct it and this and that and everything. A lot of times just say, you know, we're, we're all about that. I believe 99.9% of stuff, maybe even 44 100s, if we handle it with prayer, handle it with genuine love and care, that, it, that God will get it all worked out. That's much better. There's some stuff I won't respond to certain things because I would, I, it wouldn't, I couldn't respond uh, properly. It it would do more damage than it would do good. You see, Amen. And what do it matter? There's certain things that my opinion doesn't matter. Neither does yours. What God says does. But you know, Jesus uh, uh, had been with those guys for three and a. Uh, a little over three years, and he said, there's a lot of things I'd like to say to you, but it's not appropriate to say these things right now. Because, First Corinthians, right now it's a mystery and a riddle, and I'd cause more confusion, so I'm just not going to, I'm going to wait until it's maturity appropriate, and until it can be received for the truth that it is. Amen. And you know it takes humility to admit that none of us have all the answers. No one, no, not a man on this earth has all the answers. The man that is before God, the man Christ Jesus, the mediator, the wisest and greatest of all. Now he has all the answers, but you know, have you ever prayed to God and he don't answer you? You see me exaggerating that by, you know, making my little face there. Has anybody besides me ever asked God, like, 
George Washington Carver, you know, I need to understand the secrets of the universe now, God, and I need to know it now here this morning. And God's like, you know, let's start with where you're at, okay? What about the peanut? Let's talk about the peanut. What about the peanut? It's a peanut. Oh, there's more to it, son, than that. Because God's wisdom with the peanut changed the whole world. Amen. See, God's wisdom uh, in loving you and getting you to be, you know, to be loved and be loving. See, in your life, the life that you're living, I tell you, he can change your world and change the world around you. Change the folks around you. And we walk in the light as he is. And if God doesn't show us, we can never know. So if God doesn't show them, they can never know. How many of you, most of your prayer life is a God you need to show them? God, you need to show them. I'm going to give the Holy Spirit a little space. To work his his grace right here. How many of you tried that on your wife? How'd that work out for your life? How many of you tried that on your parents? How's How's that going for you? You know, and there's a place for praying, you know, God, you know, but but Jesus said it's awful hard when you're swinging a stick that's in your eye to try to get a speck out of their eye. This is way, way too close and personal right here. But he said, you know, there's sometimes in sacrificing our life for friends, it's not all this great big stuff, it's the little things. Amen. It's the, rather than talking to people, we talk to God about it. Rather than, you know, the Bible says that a fool just loves to spout his own opinion. You know, blow, toad his, you know, toot his own horn and all that kind of stuff. But you can't, you can't make choices for other people. You have to make choices for yourself. Amen. He said, love as much as I have loved you. Now, if you read through the Gospels, you'll find out there were some times where Jesus got a little short with them boys. I was reading this morning, they were talking about the bread, and he goes, are you just so willfully stupid today? I can't fix stupid boys. Are you willfully stupid? I'm not talking about bread. He said, don't you get it? He goes... How many people did we feed with the five loaves and two fish? 5,000. How many people we just get done feeding with seven loaves and a few fish? 7,000. And you're fussing because you think you, I'm upset with you because you forgot lunch? That on the cruise we're not going to have bread? He goes, are you being willfully stupid? How are you, you know, I don't know if you have enough relationship with Lord that he can talk to you like that. But there's been some times, you know, that's like I know that he'll give you that look and say, do you really want me to answer that? No. No, I, I withdraw the question. Oh, the Bible says he wants that we are to love. We are to be loved by God. And live, listen to the full. Let that fill your life. 
Let it fill your life till life is a celebration and you start to enjoy. Now, I'll tell you, there's a lot of folks right now not enjoying. They don't enjoy their life, don't enjoy their job, don't enjoy the circumstances, situation. I'm not saying everything has to be picture perfect, but I'm going to tell you what now. Life with God is good. Life with God is good. And it's getting greater all the time. When you live and love by God, it ain't going to be the same for you as it is for everybody else. At least it isn't going to be for me. And I'm not saying that in a prideful in a prideful way. I'm just saying, you know, I know I'm loved. And I'm going to be loved. And I'm going to enjoy that. And I'm going to say, listen, wouldn't you like that too? Let me share some of that with you. That's being blessed and being a blessing. Amen. All right. Mark uh, 16th uh, chapter, we forget about this. You know, there's really only two things we're involved in. First of all, Jesus said the new commandment, I want you to love like I love. I want you to love others like I, as much as I have loved you. That's how I want you to love as a Christian. That's the measurement. All right? And he said the second, the second thing is, is, is this. There's the great commandment to love. There's the great commission. Go take that love, overflow with that love, and share that love. The good news of the gospel is this. You are loved. You are so loved. God gave Jesus. What else do it matter if we're marching every day, every 24 hours is closer to that day, either as an individual or as the whole corporate structure when there's no, when there's no more opportunity. When people will be lost forever or saved forever. You got pulled out of that darkness and put into the light of this kingdom to bring this kingdom to the darkness. He said, love them as much, in John it says, as, he says, as much as I have loved you. What did God do? He came to you. And he, and with the purpose of getting you out of where you were, bringing you into relationship with God. He said, one translation says, as yourself. What if that was you? Because it was. You can't just brush it off when people just absolutely reject Jesus. When pe- you can't be offended when they're rejecting you. It's not you. It's the, it's the one that's in you. You're still there sent on a mission. You're still there. Don't, don't, don't bite the bait and get offended and write them off. Oh, you ought to write them at the top of the list. Worse first. God, thank you for identifying the one that I'm sent here to win. Now, I'll tell you what. Now, here's how you win them. You love your life and lay it down, all right? When they're abusive, you are loving and kind. When they're mocking, you, you don't take that to heart. You just, you know, you pray. Lord, they need you. Lord, I thank you that you're at work in their life. Devil, I bind you in the name of Jesus. You're not going to hide the glorious gospel from them. Lord, I thank you that, you're, that you are preparing their heart. I thank you. I recognize why I'm on the mission. He said, go into all the world. Both translations in Matthew and in Mark says, as you go. So live your life loved. And be loving. And as you go being loved and being loving, see, you will, you will be preaching. You'll be, you'll be proclaiming 
the gospel of Jesus Christ. Life is better with God. Life is better on this side, in the light. Life is better being loved. And life is better loving, see? And he says this, and you will make disciples. You'll teach them to be faithful followers as you're a faithful follower, uh, an, obedient, uh, an obedient person, obeying his commands. Why would we obey his commands? Because he loves us. Isn't that right? There's certain things that I obey past the Sandy's commands. It's, sometimes it's just the same thing every morning. Brush your teeth, take your vitamins. Thank God we're not at the place where, you know, change your underwear, put clean clothes on. I can do that. I've got that after 40 years. I can, I'll, you know, pretty much. But we're still working on, did you brush your teeth? Did you take your vitamins? Amen. I'll do one, not the other, just so that I can get a rise out of her. I'll say, I'll do one, but let's negotiate here. Okay. Which one can you live with? So that you're mindful of me all day. She'll go, oh God, that man you've given me. Well, now she's praying for me. Praise the Lord. That's powerful. (laughs) She's praying for my teeth. She's praying for my health. I mean, you know, you didn't get it. None of you did, did you? Are you being willfully stupid today? No. Amen. Wherever you go. And you know God has each one of you on assignment. You go to school, you go to your work, you go to your circles, you go to you go into the world that God has set you in, set you in the midst of. Yeah, I want I want to see people in heaven and we we support missions. I believe in the mission locally and globally, but I'm living most of my life locally. Listen, And I need to be faithful here. I can never reach. I've got to shine bright at home. The light that shines brightest at home reaches the furthest out there. So, you know, I've got to be victorious and glorious here and now. I'm not going to put off to someday, you know, being blessed, happy, prosperous, and to be envied, as Jesus said. I'm going to do it here. And I'll tell you what a difference it makes when you go into your world like that, realizing that God delights in you. God delighted in loving you. He set you up right where you're at. And he said, let's make the most of this. Let's overcome all the negative. Let's, let's, let's get some more of your, of your fields in production. Let's be fruitful. Like Joseph, let's be fruitful here. Your gift will make room for you. You give yourself to God and you give, back, you give your life to God. And, and your life will be, will be very fruitful and that will glorify God. Let me do this before we pray. In 19th chapter of the book of Proverbs, this is the Passion Bible. It says, when you live, 23rd verse, when you live a life of abandoned love, surrendered before the awe of God, here's what you'll experience, abundant life, continual protection, and complete satisfaction. What a powerful promise. The reward far outweighs the requirement. He said, just give yourself to God and let him love you. Let him fully love you. 
to the full. And then just let that overflow. That when anybody bumps into you, love is what comes out. Let me ask you, if somebody bumps into your life, is love spilling over? Is love the first thing that comes out? Is that the response? You know, not that we first loved him, but that God first loved us. Pastor Ron's going to come. I want to pray for those. There are people out there today that were... You know, the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Knowing that God loves us perfectly, there's no reason to be afraid of him punishing us. Do you remember what it was like that when you got around some of those crazy Christian people that started talking about God, how uncomfortable you were because, because your life was being lived in the wrong direction. Your life was given over to wrong things. You thought wrongly and believed wrongly about God. So rather than faith coming and believing in the love of God, you were afraid and you run and hide yourself from God. Anybody ever remember what that was like? That's why we have to be that's why we have to be sensitive and gentle. Are you listening? And have the fruit of the Spirit, love and Joy and peace. Be gracious. Be kind and forgiving towards one another. We have to be very patient. But we also have to persevere in prayer and press through. It's like blind people in the old movies when you you got to ever so gently take the bandages off and realize that they're they don't even know their eyes are closed. It's going to take God to open them. And, and they're afraid that it might not work for them. God might not love them. God might not save them. They, they might be too bad, too far gone. I believe they're out there. I believe God has strategically placed each and every one of us. And I think all of this commotion and all of that is... And the confusion that's in there is to get our eyes off of Jesus. And to get us distracted with so many other things. And even the busyness quote of serving him. And rather than, rather than focusing solely on the few things that he called us to do. He called us, there's two things. I command you to love. And if you love me, I command you to go. And as you go into all the world that I've made for you, all the place that I've made for you, the space I've created for you, look around you. Look around you. I thank God for this internet and, and all of that. You know, you couldn't get that many people that follow us right now in this building. It's too limiting. We need to lift up our eyes. The harvest is great. The laborers are few. And even in our own finite, uh, uh, our own finite minds, you know, just doing one, one thing, one time on a Sunday, how many people we can reach, how far God can throw, can take this little rock that we're throwing out there. Who would have ever thought? The boy that witnessed to me on a construction job, who would have ever thought 
I know I didn't. I don't believe he did either. He just saw someone that was lost and was a mocker and a scorner and needed Jesus, and he stayed with it. He didn't get to lead me to Jesus, but I came to Jesus. I came to Jesus because he didn't get weary in planting good seed and watering good seed because he believed I was good ground because God just said, don't give up, don't give up. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. Even when you don't see it, I'm working. When you don't feel it, when it doesn't look like it's happening, I'm working. What he said, the labors are few. He needs some folks that will work with him. Amen. Let's work this today. Father, in the name of Jesus, listen, if you're out there, and I know you're out there, God knows where you are. You're not in here, but you're out there. You're under the sound of not just my voice, but the good shepherd has been talking to you today, calling you by name. He's been dealing with you for a long time. Oh, Grandmama prayed, Mama prayed, brothers and sisters have prayed. And you've even prayed a time or two. But it's your time now. You need to answer God's call on your life. God's calling you to come home. God's calling you. You need to run to the altar. Or, darling, run for your life, but run to the altar. People are moving away from God, but you need, you need to run to God right now. Let's pray this prayer together. If you're ready, Jesus, I'm running for dear life to you. I believe that you love me. You showed me that you love me on that cross. I never realized it before, but right now, this very moment, it's real to me. Jesus, I want you to be more real in my life than you've ever been before. And I'm getting real with you right now. Lord, come into my heart. Take control of my life. Set me on a different path. Get me out of where I am. And Lord, not just, I don't want just fire insurance. I want eternal life because I believe that you love me eternally. This is forever. I say I do. I say I will. And Lord, I thank you that I know that you will. And as you do, I'll follow you all the days of my life. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Listen, we want to help you. We've got some material that's free to you. All you've got to do is contact us one way or the other over the Internet. You can mail. We'll get this sent right out to you. Call the church office. We, we want to help you with this new walk. Congratulations. It's a new life, a new beginning, a new start, where you start with the love of God and stay with the love of God all the way through. God bless you. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.